Annyeonghaseyo. Welcome to Afternoona Uncensored. Unscripted. Unedited. And uninterrupted. So let's get to it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Wait, you <laughs> say hi it. there. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll do the Amy one. Hi there. Hi. Oh, you can go. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Leah's already going to be fired from this. (laughs) So as you can see, we're doing things a little differently tonight. (laughs) Tonight and moving forward, we are starting a new segment that we're going to drop the end of every month that we are calling Afternoona Uncensored. And it is basically like just what we said. We have no script tonight. We're not going to edit this. I'm like crossing my fingers. (laughs) That like nothing yeah. happens that I want to like pull my hair out and jump out of the window, <laughs> but I can't edit out. And the reason we're doing this, because there is like, there's a reason. So um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a podcast where at the very last minute, Leah unfortunately got sick. And so it was just Amy and I, but we didn't want to not podcast mainly because we love doing this. <laughs> so we still wanted to like chat. Um, and the podcast we had planned, we really wanted Leah to be a part of it. It was actually the love between fairy and devil um, deep dive. And so we didn't want to do that without Leah. So we were kind of like, um, I guess we'll just like chat to each other, I guess. And that's what we did. And it was just kind of like a casual, you know, chat. And you guys seemed to really like it. It was like one of our most listened to episodes. And so we were kind of like, well, maybe we should do that more often because it was actually it was a lot of fun and you can cover a lot of things. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we thought we'd do. And obviously give us feedback if you like it. Uh, We'll keep doing it. Um, But we think it'll be fun. I don't know. We'll see by the end (laughs) if Amy hasn't like... I also thought out. it would be fun to just sort of change up the format a little bit and give you all a little surprise each month and yeah. and surprise each other. Like we all came here tonight. Nobody knows what we're going to like talk about or ask each other. Right. Well, wait, I do have one like bone to pick with Leah. I put it in Slack, but you didn't see it yet. Okay. So and I this is this is sort of K-drama late related, but it's mostly um, K-pop. I'm sorry. I'm surprised but you just normally don't have bones to pick with me. Amy does. I know. So a while ago, Jungkook had this like record-breaking live. It was like hours and hours long. Yes. I watched it It was all. like a week ago. It I wasn't know. that long ago. Right? Yeah, it was like a week ago. It wasn't that and, long And like, ago. I remember you said, Leah, you were like telling, he like did some karaoke songs and I don't know. I was like interested, but it wasn't anything that like I looked up. Well, in my YouTube recommendation, it just came up that he did Unholy. Yes. Yeah. And he did the dancing with it. He he did. The, and he did the Kim Petrus rap. Yep. I. I just listened to it on the floor and I'm like really mad that you didn't <laughs> directly tell me he did say. I mean, I was like, how was first of all. I was like, is that Sam Smith singing or is that Jungkook? No, it was, it was Jungkook because it's karaoke. It was amazing. So I you can do I anything. Think I'm going to take this bone and I'm going to turn it around and now pick you with it. <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, it's not that I didn't know he was a good singer. It was that he's so casually leaning on a desk, just like 
Do you know what I mean? And he's drinking. He's not even leaning on a desk. He's sitting. So he, first, he's sitting on the couch that was their dorm couch that he apparently just took with him to his empty apartment. And so Army was able to figure out that, like, his. He just was like, Yeah, I'll just take this with me. But my bone that I'm picking you with right now is <laughs> look, I know you like K pop. And I know that BTS is really, really, really popular. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's. They are delightful always. And so Yes. I, I just you Well, I am sorry that I didn't listen to him for like <laughs> like six hours that day, okay? But my point is like I I like that alone, I needed like a direct link for that. And instead I had to rely on YouTube recommendations, which you know what, YouTube algorithm nailed it. <laughs> Cause it showed up like number I mean, one. YouTube and I was knows like, what you like. It I was like, he sang unholy? And then I listened to it and I'm like, I'm on the floor. Like I felt it, I felt thing, personally attacked. That is like a good little fun fact stat because like also like a lot of army are just bitter about like how uh BTS and K pop just in general have been like treated by the American music industry and the Grammys, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Is when the Grammys came out, um, I think it was like twelve point four million people watched the Grammys. And I think at its zenith, about 16.9 million people were watching Jungkook drink beer in his living room, singing Unholy. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's all. I just had to get that. I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, look it up. It's amazing. I mean, he is like, he has perfect pitch. He is an amazing singer and he is unholy when he sings Unholy. It's like, also like surprisingly sexy i mean it's a sexy song but i just mean it's like a blurry like webcam and it still is like hot i don't know i just i I, like watched it literally right before we signed on so i'm i'm i have a little bit of like you're still coming down from that yeah i'm I'm i still have like vapors from it basically (laughs) well now he's got a wolf cut so he's got like a full wolf cut hairdo that like he's this new this week and I mean, he's just on fire because I mean, I'm not going to turn this into an army po- a BTS podcast. Don't worry. But I yeah. will just say that in the interest of men being hot, um, he so he's got this wolf cut. He also has just decided after like being gone for like months to just be on Weverse all the time doing these unexpected lives. So he started doing um, he, so he popped in the other day to do his workout and he is very physically fit and I will say his boxing instructor is a total daddy. Like, yes. straight up Sequoia tree daddy. And he gets down and he starts doing all these exercises where he is making unholy sounds, but there's a chair and he you doesn't can't seem see to him. really. Yeah. He has no idea. So all you see every once in a while is this little wolf cut kind of popping into the frame. And I mean, at one point I was like, this chair is my villain origin story. Because we're missing everything and all you can hear are these like groans and then like his instructor like cheering him on like, yeah, you can get it. And then his head just popping up and going down, popping up and going down. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, speaking of physically fit, um, I do think, I think I'm going to start watching that physical 100. Yes. On Netflix. So Sarah from K-Drama This like personally DM'd me and she was like, Megan. Why are you not watching this? Like this is this is you. Like <laughs> it 100 percent is. And um and the dancer from Singles Inferno season one is on. Correct. It. Do you remember yeah. him? Yes. Yeah. 
So the only and thing it- I know about this drama or not drama, this reality show, besides the fact it's like all like shirtless beefcake men, is right. there something where they pull a boat? That's all I, I saw know. clips of that. <laughs> They're pulling a boat. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I have been meaning to watch it. And I know that I think Sarah said like her and, and Grace, another one of our listeners um, is watching and they like they love it. So and it's crazy too. I got a random message from like a college friend of mine. And she was like, Megan, my husband is watching a K-drama. And I was like, and like, <laughs> like, based on who her husband is, I was like, what? She's like, he's watching this, this show. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of shirtless, like, Asian men. And I was <laughs> like, not a drama. Oh, my. Yeah, I was like, that's not a drama. But also that checks out why your husband would be watching that. Because I don't, you know, but it was just, yeah, it's like reaching a wide I want to see if they rip phone books in half. I'm really fascinated with like strongman competitions. I work one of my uh, student, or well, not he's not a student, but uh, someone that I work with is a strongman, a participating strongman. Can he rip a phone and, book? Yeah, he can do all sorts of crazy shit. I I I love those strongman competitions. I went on a deep dive for about. I would say like one of those times where I just like lose myself and stuff. Or like, remember when I was watching like boat shipwrecks for like a solid week I do. on YouTube? Correct. Okay. So <laughs> for like a whole month, I was like obsessed with these strong men. Um, I follow this guy, Nate. He calls himself like the beast. He's out of the UK. And then these two Scottish guys, they're brothers. And, and the one even um, has autism and he like talks about it a lot about how um he like handles autism but also does these strongman competitions it is fascinating they're the best they're the stoltman brothers in case anyone cares so <laughs> bringing on instagram making amy happy and kind of tying it back into k-drama <laughs> for a second i don't know what i'm getting called thought- out like already we're <laughs> 10 minutes in no that was like a generous Actually, started at the very beginning with the whole bone to pick <laughs> yeah sorry. that had to do with you you said it's usually me having a bone to pick with you. You're like, I'm not used oh. to Megan having a bone to pick with me. You d- <laughs> Okay, well, we'll bring up your bones to pick with me later. I but don't right have now- any bones. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, I am bone free tonight. <laughs> but what I will... Wait, no! Can we talk about what happened with you and a bone, Leah? On oh Sunday. My God. Sunday. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fine, yes, we, do we'll to share that. we do have to share that. We have to share this. We do, guys. You'll want to hear this. I don't think it's very funny. Um, I have to share my flower delivery story. You are sharing your bone story. No, no. I told my whole family, Neil thinks it's hysterical. Oh, okay. What I think makes it funny is how excited you were. Well, and how excited we were. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so this is the story that has nothing to do with K-drama of how I blew the Super Bowl. (laughs) Not Not physically. Not physically, but emotionally and spiritually. So I got invited to a work Super Bowl party. And no one I work with, except I think bar one, gave a shit about the Super Bowl. Like, they were all very openly like, this is a Rihanna, it's like Super Bowl. Like, we're just there to watch the halftime show. And I was like, sure. I don't, I mean... I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've ever really watched a Super Bowl, honestly. Like, I feel like I must have at some point in my life, but I can't think of, like, a Super Bowl I've ever watched in my life. And so Megan, being it's the Eagles, and she's from Phil- or you know, from Pennsylvania, this was an important thing to her. She was wearing a lot of Eagles paraphernalia, you know, in the days to- leading up to it. 
And then she was talking a lot about like the food she was cooking for it. And so I was like, well, I guess I should make some food to bring to this party. And Megan was like, I've got this recipe that can't be beat. And Amy was like, I concur. I know this recipe and it cannot be beat. This is the ultimate recipe that will please anyone. And it is <laughs> buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you, you made it. Why are you like, so it's boring. <laughs> I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to remember the name. It's like fairy and devil. Like I want to like make sure I get it right. And we were like, Leah, you're going to be the most popular. Like, we hyped yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, I no, she was like, I was you like, will be the most popular person yeah. at the party <laughs> bringing this. This is like the yeah. slam dunk. And I am, okay, and also, I'm not somebody who's, like, known. I've never been given a lot of kudos for my cooking. Like, it's not like people are like, oh, damn, Leah's cooking? Shit, it's going to be hot tonight. Or, like, I show up at, like, a potluck and people are like, Fuck yeah, Leah's got her food. <laughs> I mean, even the school bake sales, I'm like, I bought some cookies here. <laughs> like, I just don't really, like, it's just not my thing. And right. so I was like, And okay, I love like, cooking I, and baking. Like, that is yeah. my thing. I love so it. I kind of got a little hyped. Like, I was like, I'm going to make this thing. And it's going to be awesome. And, and I'm going to be Everyone's going to love you. And everyone's going to love me. And I'm going to be validated. And they're going to, like, lift me up on their shoulders. <laughs> and carry me around. You're going to be like Rudy. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And I am going to, like, save Super Bowl Sunday with this amazing thing. So, I mean, I made it. And I tried it. And I was like, I mean, it's okay. Like, I don't know if I was, like, dying. But I was like, it's fine. Like, it tastes fine. What did you but make? Okay, let, let's, let's, let's back up a second. The chicken came. Where did the chicken come from? From this buffalo okay, chicken? Okay, so, yeah. So, this is how you make it. You take a chicken. I bought a rotisserie chicken from the store, an organic, expensive ass, like nice chicken too. Then I got blue cheese crumbles. I got cream cheese. I got Frank's hot sauce or red hot sauce, Frank's red hot. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that was it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then I bought some cheddar cheese just because I forgot and wasn't sure. So I threw some of that on the top because I was like, whatever. There's nothing wrong with having some cheese on the top too. Nope. Yeah. And then you shred the chicken, you mix all that together, and you stick it in the oven, and it kind of melts into this, like, cheesy chicken, spicy-ish dip. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the Super Bowl, like, breakfast of champions. So I tried it, and I was like, it tastes good. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God. I wasn't crying like fairy and devil, but I was like, it tastes, like, perfectly adequate to bring to a party, and hopefully this is what people will expect and enjoy, so I can therefore be popular <laughs> and it was just me and my youngest daughter because no one else wanted to go to this so my youngest daughter is always down she's like seven and she's like can i go if there's cupcakes and i'm like sure so we get there i put it down and first of all my first sign that this might not go well was just like no one seemed to give a shit i like put it down on the plate the the table and i was like look i brought like hot made food from my oven <laughs> And everyone's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm playing cards. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. If that was so, a party, if I brought buffalo, like, if anywhere in this state, if I showed up with hot buffalo chicken it. dip, people would swarm. <laughs> it would be gone in an hour. What is with you people? No. So nobody, nobody moved. They all continued <laughs> to play cards. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I hope it doesn't get, I hope it tastes okay if it's, like, not piping hot because I don't really know what to do. So yeah. then eventually, like, towards halftime, one of my coworkers goes over to the table 
and I was like, I was fishing at this point. I'm like, you might want to try the dip. It's supposed to be really good. Oh, Leah, my heart hurts. So he gets a plate <laughs> and he brings it back to the table. And I watched him take a bite with, like, a lot of expectation. Like, okay, like, you're going to love it. <laughs> Megan Amy promised me this is, like, the thing everyone loves. And he made a funny face. And I said, oh, is it too spicy for you? And then he spits into his hand and goes, it's not that it's too spicy, but there's a bone in it. So that's the whole story is when I was deboning the chicken or like, you know, shredding the chicken, a chicken bone ended up in it. And Did because anybody everyone... else eat any dip after that? No, don't eat any dip. I can't. Like, now, it's just, now it's just sitting in my fucking fridge. Like a whole bunch of it. I've got a whole huge pan of this like organic chicken dip. Oh and I'm just going to throw it away probably tonight because I'm like, it's been like three or four days. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I am so sorry. It's not your fault. It's my <laughs> fault. But it was, it just taught me again, like, just bring a bag of chips. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, <laughs> you're like, I should have just stayed in my lane. <laughs> yeah, I should have stayed in my lane. and been like, here's some Doritos some and called it a day. Here's some salsa. Godspeed. Oh my god. So like I I made chicken di- I made it on Sunday. And between my husband and I, we almost finished it. Just between the two of us. I put it in a crock pot. It was like and ate it all night. If there was a bone in it, would it have stopped you from eating it? No. 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 I would have eaten I would have taken the bone I out. Get, hope I don't get another one. <laughs> Just hope I don't get another one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm from the land of like crab. So like Almost always you're going to get a little crab shell in your food and you just spit it out and you keep eating. Like, buck up. <laughs> so, my coworkers all, so my coworkers left just to set the stage for the Super Bowl party. And no shade on them because I didn't give a shit. I mean, I was like, go Eagles for Megan. But that was like about it. Was um, there was because I watched most of the game. There was like a time when like it was, you know, like the scores were flip flopping a lot. It was kind of tense. It was, Well, I mean. Not really, but, you know, I knew it was tense for Megan. And, like, the score, you know, things were happening, and it looked like every- the game was like, who could win? I don't know. And my coworkers were all like, let's go get Boba. And then they all left to go get Boba. And I was just, like, me and then, like, the one dude who was interested in the game. Just, we were still <laughs> sitting there. That's amazing. And, with, with your and, uneaten buffalo wings. With my uneaten buffalo wings. And, things. I was like, <laughs> and your daughter? And my daughter, who was on like her twenty fifth cupcake at that. I was just gonna say, I bet she just sat and ate cupcakes because I bought tiny store bought cupcakes that were Valentine's. Oh, Leah, I'm sorry. I'm, and it's what's so funny because I like told my whole family. I was like, oh, because they like they know about Amy and Leah, obviously, and they know the and dip. um, and I and I told like and Dane was very interested. My son was very interested, and he kept going. Did Leah take her dip yet? Do does oh. everyone like it? He asked oh. like three times. So then I had to tell him, I'm like, well, apparently she had a bone left in it. <laughs> he looked like devastated. I was like, it. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I would kept eating it if that was yeah, me. Date, nobody. And I mean, I don't even know if they would. I don't even know if it was fully the bone. No one wanted it. 
no one ate it. It just sat there alone. Maybe that's like a... Nobody even opened up the... Because you said... I was like, what should I serve it with? And you were like, tortilla chips. So I bought a whole bag of tortilla chips next to it. Nobody even opened that. So he was just eating the dip like with a fork? Like not dipping anything in it? Because I didn't like it that much. So I I had like a fork of it. (laughs) Nobody had like your coworker who took some. Oh yeah, he just had a plate. (laughs) I thought monster eats buffalo chicken dip with a fork. (laughs) Do you not do dip in California? (laughs) I can't. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm there's sorry. like guacamole and salsa and like all sorts of hot well, dip. Yeah. You've never like. What about like a spinach and artichoke dip? Like, I mean, or a crab I, dip. I mean, yeah, look for <laughs> for New Year's. We're off topic. For New I know Year's, we need we're twenty minutes in and we haven't even done anything Korean yet. <laughs> so I, I'm going to bring it back to where I was going originally before this. Okay. Trip. To Sorry. my bone. This is a whole thing on just bones that aren't fun. No bone, <laughs> no bone fun. And I feel like I should have a question about bones now, but I didn't. I just had the question that I was going to go with that I didn't even ponder. I just was thinking about when we were talking about the muscle dudes. And that is because when I was watching the Jungkook workout video and I was noticing the instructor being not not ugly i was like let's look him up on instagram and then i was like yeah no not ugly at all and then i had this like epiphany of like i don't like muscles until i really like muscles and so i was thinking about it like in terms of k-drama and like when you're watching k-drama for sure you feel like you're like more excited because like are you more excited when you're seeing like jacked up dudes or like you know like where do you land on that because also from romance i feel like this has always been a thing like i wonder right like i mean like like when i'm writing a book and i'm describing a guy does he he's have to never have a, a beefcake <laughs> he's never a beefcake i think like you know when i think of muscular dudes in k-drama i think of people like park sejun and An Bo Hyun, who are, they're not they're not giant beefcakes with like no neck. They are lean muscled. And that is what I think is hot. I don't want you to be like as thick as a tree stump. Like that's not, that that's not what attracts me. I, yeah. I mean, but I also don't mind a thin guy either, like a Lee Jun Gi. Like he's still strong. But yeah, mm. not a beefcake. How about you, Megan? So if I mean, uh, I, I obviously lean towards like an An Bo Hyun body type, like clearly, like that's that's my body type. And when it comes to like Western, like movies and stuff, I want like a bigger dude. I almost want like a dad bod, like truly, like that's more up my alley. Like I would say, like. I love Lee Jong Suk. I I truly do. But he, like I loved him and while you were sleeping. But he's just he's, so, he, he's he is really thin and like that's great and like good for him and whatever. Like I'm not body shaming, but I would say like when I'm watching when when I'm like judging how attracted I am, like I want a little bit more. I don't know muscle. I don't me, know. And I'm like a bones. yeah, and I'm like a petite <laughs> person, bones. but I like. Yeah, I like, I would say like, yeah, I like him a little beefier. Like, and I can I, actually go full beefy. Like, if you gave me like a full beefy hero, like, um, 
mad about you. Or no, mad for each other. I'm sorry. Mad for each I'm other. Like, mad about he you, was definitely, Paul Reiser. He was definitely like a little bit on like the bigger. I don't but he wasn't bigger. like beefcakey. Like there's, there's no, a difference. Like wasn't. you can be. Like that's why I say like there's like the lean muscle, which I that's what I like. And then yeah. you've got like your like, don't get me wrong. I love a Dwayne Johnson, but that's not my that's not the typical body type that I gravitate towards. Right. Like I like I would prefer dad bod over heavily muscle. Like I'm talking just like give me some like padding. That's what I prefer. So like Jim Hopper, I would say. <laughs> Thank you. Jim Hopper <laughs> is it. Thank you. Jim Hopper 100 percent would be like my ideal. But that's like just not even that. That's not in K-dramas. No, at least not not, it, not, not as a not, hero, not as a romantic hero. That like that is so far out of their beauty standards. <laughs> they would never. <laughs> I mean, if you can find me a Korean Jim Hopper and make him a hero, I that would be it. I'd be done for. Um. Well, the one I would say probably that I can think of that's the closest is um, On Jae Hong, who was also um. So he was in Reply uh, 1988 as like the. The brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I do so love him. He was a sweetheart. He's like, and, he, and he was in Fight for My Way, and then yeah. he was in uh, he was Be Melodramatic. Secondly. I actually did really... I was I was actually... Well, his character... I didn't really love his character in Fight for My Way. That's probably no, but the problem, too. His character... Like, I want be, him as, like, main lead hero. You know what I mean? Be Melodramatic. That's... Okay. He's, he's great in it. Actually great in it. Um, and for me... Look, I'm just a hoe. I like it all. Like, I will go from, like, the MC1, like, tiny little, like, you know, like, compact king hotness all the way up to Dwayne Drum. You know, I'll go to The Rock. Like, I really just, you just hit me in the right way and I'm in. Well, right. And that's Toe it. Like, it's, it's the character, too, right? Like, what I mean, like, when we're talking about, like, dramas or even, like, Western media, it's the character that they play. Like, I don't know that I would automatically be drawn to a dad bod but then i see jim hopper in stranger things and i'm like oh this man is hot you know like i don't usually dig a mustache but i do on david harbour when he's hopper so it, it all depends on the character as well yeah I and just, i really I, love don lee like the don lee uh from train to busan the like oh, guy yeah. with the the pre- like the guy I with the pregnant him. wife yeah loved him yeah, and if I go back to, like, I mean, it's been a minute, many minutes since I, like, you know, dated or was, like, in the world of being, like, single. But I never had, like, a per. In fact, I feel like I was kind of known for being, like, I never, like, the fact that I had such not a type. Like, nothing, like, every single person I ever got involved with was nothing like the other person. That's good, though. Have mm-hmm. you watched the Chernobyl? No. Have you watched what? Chernobyl. No. No. Okay, too bad. Because there is a character in Chernobyl. Some of you listening have seen it. And I'm going to just look up his name fast because I have like, I have a, I have a huge like boner for this dude. And I don't know why. And it like is not something that anyone in my family appreciates. So I need to talk (laughs) about it here. No one in my family appreciates. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. So let me just pull up the okay, cast Okay, I'm looking here. through the cast list here, and I'm wondering who it is. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, I want to see if you can guess. Is it, is it, um, oh, oh. man, Con O'Neill, maybe? Maybe, that sounds like it could be. Let's see. 
Oh. No, no, not at all. No? Okay. Well, then who is it? Uh, I'm trying to pull it up, but it's not telling me. Oh. Keep talking and filling the air while I'm looking. Um, okay. Oh, well, here we I'm go. Here we go. Jared Harris. It is. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm like, it's going to be Jared Harris. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> oh, my what? God. Leah! <laughs> <laughs> what? I okay, am just okay. super fucking hot for Jared Harris. <laughs> I love how he's the first one that I passed right over. Well, that's why I'm scrolling through it. I'm like, I don't know who it's going to be. <laughs> And so look at him. No offense his, to like, Jared little, Harris. Like, no offense no, to Jared Harris. No, look at Harris. his little outfit, like, where he's dressed up like the scientist in his little suit and his little, like, nerd glasses. Look, this was a very much a type for me at one point in my life where I was like, give me the nerdiest, palest. Like, I don't know. I'm just into it. So. <laughs> you can't. I mean, that's it. There he is. His little glasses. Yeah, so no no offense to Jared Harris. No, you can no. get it, my dear sir. Like I would I would I would apply for a whole pass from my husband to hit that. Wow. That's <laughs> well. So that kind of brings me to one of my questions. I don't think we're going with any sort of format here. We were talking about it before, but we're not, because that brings me to one of my questions that I want to ask you, Leah. Go ahead. Um, because it has to do with a certain actor um talking about hall passes. So I had like a couple fun questions for both of you. So I'm going to give Leah hers right now. And it's a would you rather with okay. one of your is favorite there, actors. Is there a bone involved? There could be. Uh, no. Well, or boner alley. All right. Is so, there a boner alley involved? So first, okay. First, the actor is Yu yun Okay. 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 So would you rather have a romantic date with Dr. An Jung-wan, his character from Hospital Playlist, playlist that ends with a chaste little kiss that's it or be scowled at for an entire evening by his character from mr sunshine gudong may that ends with zero physical contact but him rubbing one out in the shower while he hates himself for loving you (laughs) (laughs) amy you 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 took There's, a turn on that last one that I didn't expect, and I am so proud of you. I am proud of you. That is and great. It's not even a question. I yeah. want hate Jack off. I know. Just I know. Like, <laughs> just furiously unleashing himself over his mad lust for me. <laughs> so here's Amy, I'm going to add the best question you have ever come. Thank you. Slow, slow, slow clap. I, I'm pretty proud of it. Because I thought you were going to be like, oh, it's really physical at the end. I'm no, like, she's going to choose. No. Go to, what are you talking no, about? You no, can have a Amy, little kiss or he can great. he can have a sad hey, shower. Hey, rub one out. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, I would pay money for him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then here's my question. He has a drama, The Interest of Love, that dropped the end of 2022. Why have you not watched it yet? <sighs> because... A, my heart is fickle. B, I think this is where, like, this leads, this can open a door to more questions, which is, do, can, are we here for the character or are we here for the actor? Right. And for him, I would say it's a bit of both. And so I really loved him as Gudome for Mr. Sunshine. Like, I mean, he could, like I said, just, probably like stab me with his samurai sword and i'd be like yes daddy thank you (laughs) 
But I also really loved him in Reply 1994. And I really loved him in Hospital Playlist. So maybe, I don't know what Interest of Love, I mean, I think I heard some mess stuff, but it wasn't like he was Yeah, like I haven't automat- watched it, so I don't know. And I don't think I went into Reply 1994 or Hospital Playlist with him as like my driving reason. I just happened to love his characters both times. But look, I do. I love him. And I would say that, yeah, it's probably more that there's certain, I would say that I was really seeking out Kong Han Newell and everything because I love him so much. And this was the thing I was going to unburden myself with tonight is I'm, I don't want to say I've stopped, but I may have stopped because I feel like I've been now burned enough Kong Han Newell. Like, I have tried. I've watched a horrific pirate movie. <laughs> I was going to say, did it start with the pirates? <laughs> <laughs> I watched the curtain call, which was, like, so good in the first bit, and then just kind of, like, to me, just fizzled. I know other people kind of liked it, but honestly, I think a lot of people have agreed it kind of didn't go anywhere great either. And so, you know, that one was, like, meh. I watched The Insider, which I was, like, really hyped on, and I was kind of like, meh. So I don't know, because, I mean, he's good. He's good in all of them. He acts well in all of them. He's adorable in all of them. But I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I can just, like, blindly keep following you into all these dramas, hoping for the magic to come back. So I don't know what to do. I'm a little having, like, a K-drama bias crisis. Crisis, yeah. You know, I think he's interesting because he doesn't choose – he chooses just the widest variety of roles and they almost like it doesn't make sense to me and i respect that though and i do i respect i do too i do too Uh, i uh, but i'm just saying it's really hard to say like oh i like some actors they kind of choose roles that are a little bit predictable for them like you know it's gonna fit them like i would say anbo hyun to me is pretty much always picking roles that i can see him in like i'm not really ever surprised to see what he's in. I'm like, okay. If it's masochistic, he's there. Yeah, if he gets, like, (laughs) beat up and almost dies and tears Megan's heart out, then, like, yeah, like, he's in it, and I will watch it, because he has proven to me at this point that, like, I'm gonna like his dramas. Um, But I would say not, like, obviously, I had a really bad run with Ji Chang Wook, where I wasn't liking Mm, what he was in, but then That's a great example. That's a great example. But then he came through and chose If You Wish Upon Me, which I do believe was a fantastic role for him. That was a good choice, in my opinion. Um, And I don't know what he's going to choose next. We'll see. But I think, too, like, sometimes they just want to, like, try different things. So. Which they should. I'm just saying that, like. Yeah. But I get it. But I get you feel almost like you're, like, not loyal. Like, that's the way I would. That's why I felt with Ji Chang Wook. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not, like, loyal to him. But, like, Sound of Magic was so bad. (laughs) Yeah, I'm starting to, like, notice that, like, I'm kind of like, okay, if I was, like, in a bed on my horses, like, Byun Johan is coming up, like, hot right now. So let's see. I don't want him to blow it because he's got some good stuff coming and he is. Oh, really? Because very... I feel like I haven't seen him in. Yeah, he's got, like, yeah, he's, I'll look up while we're, I want to hear, Amy, what you have to say and then I'll figure out what he's got coming on deck. What I have to say about, like, getting burned out. Or do you have, like, do you feel like you follow actors loyally or will you kind of? I do. I I mean, I I still think that I do. Like, you know, I think what's hard is that, like, my two two favorites are, you know, Gong Yu and Eamon Ho. 
<clears throat> excuse me, oh my gosh, just lost my voice there for a second. And I have followed them both. But the thing is, is that Gong Yu hasn't done, like dramas aren't his thing right now. And so when he comes out with one, like The Silent Sea, and you get really hyped up for it because he hasn't been in a new drama for like three years. And then it turns yeah. out to be this, you know, bananas, you know, sci-fi that, don't get me wrong, I love banana sci-fi, but it was not bananas in a good way for us. You know, that was disappointing. And it's like, you want to see them recreate the magic that made you fall in love with them again. And so I get when that doesn't happen, that's really hard to take. And that happened to me once with Lehman Ho, you know, like I, I've talked about it before that I didn't love personal taste and no offense to anybody who did, but it just didn't hit me in the right way. But it, everything else has landed for me that he's done that I've watched, right? right. Mm -hmm. I still have the City Hunter DVDs. I have to do that still. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's hard because, you know, like you're saying with Kang Hanul, like we first saw him in airs and as like a small er, not small, but like as a, a side character, he was really impactful in that drama. Like he was well, a I character. I feel like he stole all of his scenes. Yes. Was like you remember episode. everything that he does and he was amazing. And then you've got, you know, when the camellia blooms and it's like, oh my gosh, this man and his giant mouth and his, you know, drone energy, like it's everything. Um, and Midnight Runners. And Midnight Runners was a oh, great yeah, movie. We love yeah, we love Midnight Runners. Midnight Runners. Right. So yeah, I mean, like it, it it's hard to get disappointed, but I haven't given up. Like if Gong Yu comes out with a new drama tomorrow, I'm watching it. Right. Right. Like I, I'm not, I'm not giving up on him. Um, so, but yeah, um, I mean, so the but it, but if it, if it kept being, if it kept being silent seas and subuk and stuff like that, then I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, because I know what he can do when he's given the opportunity to do it. And I'm not, blaming him for choosing different stuff where the story doesn't work for me so i yeah but i, I want to see that magic again that made me fall in love with goblin and that made me fall in love with coffee prints and stuff like that so just to give you a quick shout out uh byung yohan who is currently leading my horse race of k-drama biases is so he's got his first drama in a while coming out this year and it's called uncle sam sick or um yeah, Uncle Sam's sick, and it is a kind of a bromance set in 1960s Korea where he returns back from a study abroad in the U.S. to help, like, redevelop the country, like, as it's going through its economic, like, upswing. And then the other main role uh, in it is um, Song Kang-ho, who is from uh, Parasite, who's the, you know, the dad from oh. Parasite. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, like, Byung-Yo Han is a good actor. And I think he does bromance I was going to say, well. he does bromance so well. And so I just feel like this is going to be really good. And I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's going to crush it, honestly. I hope he does. And if you want to follow him on Instagram, look, I didn't think I dug, like, I didn't think I had a thing for dudes who love dogs. I have a thing for dudes who love dogs. And he has this, like, poodle, <laughs> and he, like, puts barrettes in it, and, like, he loves the shit out of his dog, and it's hot. I will say that, like, I, not not talking about pets, but talking about actors again, like, I'm start, like, I still, I still have my main two biases, I still have my, my, you know, Eamon Ho pillow on my bed behind me, <laughs> it's never going away in my 
Gong Yu calendar over there. But I am noticing that there are new actors that I'm getting into that I want to start following and see what they, you know, see what they do. Like Rowoon is one of them. And I'm excited to watch more stuff with him. Um, I won't stop. I mean, Megan's going to get so sick of me talking about We Ha Jun in... Uh, no, in I will never get sick of you. I will... No, no. <laughs> you can talk about We Ha Jun in I Bad mean, and I'm Crazy sending her screen until the recordings. day we die. I'm sending her screen recordings of him while I'm watching Bad she's and Crazy. She's never done which that she's always, Which she's already watched. But like... When when somebody just kind of comes out of nowhere, like I loved him in Little Women, I loved his, I loved him, but he didn't get center stage in that drama, and so we didn't get to see so much of what he can do. And this role, this character in Bad and Crazy, I cannot get enough of him, and I'm like savoring this drama. Like I have to watch it in like two weeks, and I like I'm already halfway done, and I don't. I don't want to be done with it. So I'm kind of watching it very slowly because oh. he's so endearing and I get it. I can't, I can't handle it. Like I, like I watched that drama, like again, like kind of alone and I, we hadn't planned on covering it for the pod. I was like, I'm just going to give it a shot because I love We Ha Jun. And I was like, I put it on our, our schedule. I'm like, guys, you, you got to give this a shot. I, I'm, I so really think it's that you, I'm so happy. underrated. I'm so happy put it on the it's, schedule because. It's so fun. Well, what's the thing is it's Edong Wook who is like veteran, respected amazing actor and the fact that we had june is toe like i don't even think they're overshadowing each other. no they're, they're just not like it's just he's new to me complimentary yeah. but i just mean the fact that he can hold yes. his own side by side with the dong woke is amazing and so i'm no you can send me screen recordings of that all the time <laughs> i mean i'm waiting my who i i'm very excited i you, you guys know i love uh Uda Wan. So I'm he's back from the military now and like I'm ready. Like I'm ready for his time to shine. Let's get to it. You know what I mean? Um I know he ha- I think he has like two dramas coming up. I think one might be historical, but another one he's like look, all I know is he's a boxer and he's bloody. Okay. And I'm like I signed me up. Yep. That is <laughs> the one I want. So I'm very very excited um about that one and yeah he's kind of like the up and come i wouldn't call him up and coming but he's younger you know though. yeah on the younger side yeah. like that's who i'm watching we had you the in other- at least 31 so. <laughs> yeah and i guess going back into like a slight baby um but somebody else who just got out of the military like in the last couple of days honestly is um Baekhyun from exo Yes! I loved him in Moon Lovers, which neither of you have seen, but oh my god, crushes it. And so I cannot wait to see the military glow up and taking some acting roles again, because he was outstanding in that drama. I fully believe he'll do more acting roles. Like, I just think that, I do think that that's part of, like, obviously he's a great singer, he'll stay in XO, but I... Yeah, he's the whole package. Yeah, he is. He is the full package. So I and and he has such a dedicated fan base like he is a soloist as well and so um they're going to put him in dramas <laughs> like they're going to be calling for sure and I'm happy for him I hope he's in stuff too So Amy do you have a gross question for Megan I have a would you rather but it's not a gross one it's a it's just a <laughs> decision but it's it didn't like I wrote Megan's first and I was like oh I need to do one for Leah and yours just took a turn. So, <laughs> but I do have one for you. No, Megan. Leah's was great. Okay. So, would you rather spend one day being adored 
by both An Bo Hyun and Ji Chang Wook. But <laughs> after that day, you never even remember it happened. Or one hour in the same room as them, all three of you are in one room for an hour. They pretty much ignore you, but you remember it for the rest of your life. That's mean! <laughs> you could have this glorious experience that you just never remember. Yeah. I, I would have the glorious experience that I would never remember, I think. Yeah. I don't want a memory where they ignore me. Especially, oh my God, if An Bo Hyun ignored me like that, I would never recover. But you would remember being in a room with him for an hour. No. It would, no it would you know what would happen is like you'd have a threesome and then someday you'd see them again and you wouldn't know why, but just a little tear would come down your cheek. <laughs> just spontaneous single and I, tear. And I'd have this like jade ring as a memory. Yeah. And I didn't know where I got it. And then it. you'd wake up and like, crying. Like, I start. miss you. Yeah, I miss you. OST, oh my gosh, that's so I funny because I one of the things I was going to ask you guys about was OSTs. Like, do you do you guys have a favorite? Like, no, I don't want to say do you have a favorite OST. We can talk about that, but do okay. I'm putting this the wrong way. So I've always loved like soundtracks, like movie soundtracks and stuff like that. Like when I was younger, I I would I ha- like I have the soundtrack to Back to the Future on vinyl. <laughs> I have the soundtrack to Xanadu on vinyl like the original from the 80s. And then, you know, when I got a CD player, I started collecting, you know, CD soundtracks. Like I loved the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Um, I loved the soundtrack to the movie Singles. I loved one of Leah's favorite movies, Reality Bites. I loved that soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have the same sort of emotional attachment to Western soundtracks that I do to... K drama soundtracks because K drama soundtracks are very specifically chosen and they're the songs are very specifically used, right? Like to give you that sort of Pavlovian effect. Like you could have 20 episodes of a drama, and in those 20 episodes, you'll hear the same songs over and over again because they're meant, you know, for a desired effect. And I mean, like, you know, like just the best example I can think of is um, the song Who Are You by Sam Kim from Goblin. And it's the one that's playing during all the super heightened emotional scenes in Goblin, especially that one in Quebec in the second half that I'm not going to give away. But if you know, you know. Um, And I rewatched that scene today, like when I was thinking about soundtracks. And do you I mean, I guess my question is, like, do you think that this is something that's kind of brilliant that they do, like using these songs over and over again and creating that effect? Or do you tire of songs when you hear them over and over again? You know, this actually leads into one thing I was going to talk cool. about today. But so when I first started K-Dramas, I didn't like it. I'm like, why are they playing the same song? Oh, my God, this is so annoying. Like, I didn't, I didn't like it. Now, I freaking love it. Because... To me, it's almost they're all. I don't want to say they're like jingles. I, I don't really. But it, ha- uh, but but it they has that sort of effect, something. right? Yeah, it's a signal. Yeah, it has like a jingle effect to me. So, like, it was funny. You sent me that clip from Bad and Crazy today, and it's at the very end of an episode. So the like OST song kicks in. It's like this. I little, love. It's like a very. I watched the opening to because I love that music. <sighs> It is so good. Mm-hmm. And it like brought me back immediately. Like just the, it's just like a cup. It was like, I don't know, four bars. And it like brought me immediately back. And I was like, oh my God, I could watch that whole drama again right now. 
And I actually, you like mentioned OSTs today. So I went back and I remember the OST from military prosecutor Doberman was so good. Um, and I, I don't remember like all the lyrics like now, but it the lyrics like totally fit the theme of the drama. And it's like, as soon as you hear that beginning rift at the end of every episode, it like gets me hyped. Like, I'm like, yeah, because it's usually like ends on a cliffhanger. And it, then it's like, the music kicks in. I would say lawless. I'm picking all ones that are like action, but the action but those stuff are the ones works. that like it. Yeah, those are the ones that like get me excited. They get me pumped. They make like my heart race. And um, yeah, lawless lawyer has a very similar one. It's very distinctive. And they would play it at the end of every episode. Obviously, that's what they do. And so now it's like one of my favorite things about K dramas and C dramas because like, yeah, uh, love between fairy and devil had that one song, yeah. and every time I so good. I put it, I had to, um, I was promoting the Love Between Fairy and Devil episode in our Instagram stories. I've used that and song I in my stories like so much. Yeah. It, and I put that song and immediately I was like, oh my God, I want to go back and watch this drama now. So like, those songs are like crack and they work. And so now I'm like, it's freaking genius. And yeah. I love them. And I don't get sick of them, even when it's like, Michael learns to rap. I was... <laughs> I was just like, bring it on. I will bring it on. Yeah, and there's like somewhere, I might not love the drama, but I love the song, and I love, so I'm going to give one specific example, and that is Descendants of the Sun. I love the song that's by Gummy, which is the You Are My Everything, and a fun fact also about um, that singer is that she is married to... um, what's his name uh joe jong sook from hospital playlist like you know our favorite uh liver transplant surgeon in real life but anyway that song i don't know what it is but i think it's like such an earworm for me and so even though i didn't love the drama a ton i love that song and it feels like really evocative to me and then, I mean, just to like go join amy and beat the dead horse that is goblin at this point the goblin dead i mean the goblin dead horse the goblin Goblin ost is i mean beautiful by crush is so good like i can't the like i will come to you for snow or whatever like that one round and round by however you say it yes round and round i mean like just that whole soundtrack just crushes it to me yeah across the board and so i I love it because I think it feels very much like, yeah, that jingle where you can just play a couple bars and I'm going to have that feeling. And even like for a song like Descendants of the Sun, which I didn't love the whole drama, there were parts of the drama I really loved. Like I will never, ever, ever not love the really iconic that's like shown all the time for good reason scene where they're on the tarmac and you see, um, you know, you see the hero just with all the swag, like getting off like the military helicopter with like the aviator sunglasses and her scarf like whips into the air and he picks it up. And I mean, that's just like, it's a beautifully shot iconic moment. And when I hear that song, I get like the feeling I got watching that scene. And so yeah, I love it. Because I love having those feelings over and over again, too. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like it's a songs. memory. Music, music is a memory. It is, and yeah, and music, music well, is and- important to me. Like I like, I like the emotion attached to music. And like I said, while I do like music 
in Western media, like, you know, in like movie soundtracks and stuff, it doesn't have the same effect as having these songs played at certain times throughout, you know, 12 to 20 episodes. And there's a song. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, in a way, it like tells you how to feel and like, you don't have a choice every time. You don't have like, you don't have a choice at at some point. Like, you're like, oh, this is a sad part because this music is playing. (laughs) You are signaling to me how to feel. And you know what? I'm falling for it. Like hook, line and sinker. It was funny because I saw this clip um, of Lord of the Rings and it was one of the Aura Kai. um, And he was like looking at one of like the, the Rivendale, Rivendale. Yeah. Rivendale riders. Or maybe one of the I don't remember. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It was like some it was like one of the good guys. And of course the scene in the movie, it's like they want to kill each other, but someone put this music. like romantic music <laughs> in the background. And I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. This is a romance. It changes the whole like, thing. It changed the way they were looking at each other, I was like, They're gonna fuck. Like it is <laughs> <laughs> it is like you know, and so anyway, it like made me think of that too. But like, yeah, go ahead and manipulate me. Tell me how to feel. Like, <laughs> I'm it's falling true. for it. And another song that I love, speaking of falling for, is the, you know, I'm falling for your, uh, it's the Christmas uh, Christmas Trees song oh, from that Our Beloved great. Summer. Yes. Which I still don't understand why it's Christmas Trees. <laughs> because it's like, I don't understand. I don't understand why it's called Our Beloved Summer. And I don't understand yeah. why the song is called Christmas Trees. And it doesn't matter. Nope. Honestly, that song make, made me like that drama more. I think it like, made me like it more, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I mean, really like, the music that. can have that effect, right? Like, it can make you like a scene probably more just because of the song that's playing. It yeah. just had this, and, like, nice indie vibe to it. Like, felt like something on yeah. vinyl. And I feel like that was the vibe of the drama, too. And so like this kind of leads me into like something that I was th- I was thinking about today um, when I first started watching K- like obviously you have to like get used to like how K dramas are shot like they're they have like their own unique way um, they're done and I want them to stay that way like I don't want them to be westernized but I remember like especially when I first started watching Crash Landing on You okay and it's that scene where she's like in the tree in her parachute. Okay, and Captain Ree comes and he like points his gun at her. And then she tries to get out of her parachute and she falls. She crash lands into his arms. Okay, and they show that scene. Three different angles, like in slow-mo, like three different times, like and I remember thinking, why are they doing like, oh, my God, we already saw this. Why are they do? Why are they doing this from two different angles, three different angles and slow-mo? Okay. And then I realized that that's kind of like a, a K-drama thing. Like, that is that is what they do. And at first, it, it like I was like, ugh, like, what what is this? <laughs> and now I fucking love it. Like, if there is an important scene and you don't give me three angles, two different slow-mos, like, I don't want it. Like, give it to me in every way you can. Like, I now want close, I want I want a close-up. I want a wide. I want a close-up. <laughs> I want it done three times. Like, now I want it. And it was really funny because I was watching The Last of Us. <laughs> like, it was like these actiony, tense scenes. And I'm like, where's my fucking slow-mo replay? Where is it? Like, I want, I wanted that in three different angles and slow-mo. And a close-up. They even did it in Fairy and Devil. Like, it's a thing. You know, like, they... Yeah! Like, 
Like, how fucking rude that Western media doesn't... Like, I was pissed. I was like, I want all my angles, and I want my slow-mo. Like, I'm like that is what I expect now. And if you don't give it to me, I'm pissed okay, off. Okay, Western directors, like, please us, go to but... film school in South Korea. Thank you. Just Good day. give us... Yeah. Give us our, our slow-mo and our angles... And three times. And our Zoom. Like, that's what we want. And we want the same scene replayed three different times. Like, (laughs) over 30 seconds. Why are you not giving that? But, like, I know we're laughing, but, like, I love that now. Love it. It's not even, is it it a trope or it's a convention, I guess you'd say. Like, it's a K-drama convention. And I love it. Yeah, it's a convention. I absolutely love it. I love it, too. Like, when they go in for that first kiss three times, like, yeah. I love it. I want it three times and I <laughs> want it from like the right, the left, the top, the bottom. <laughs> Inside the mouth. Be, they should both be wearing go they should both be wearing GoPros, like well, I will say that I want Miss Frizzle like inside the mouth in the school bus. If you want the NSFW of because we still haven't watched The Handmaiden um like as a group for the pod and I know we need to. Oh, I know. But um I want you to. Know, we do have a scene of like sapphic love where the camera is in a very private place. Great. And so Sign when the up. yeah, when the mouth comes down, you're like right Wow. Right there. See? Kim, that's what we want. Kim Terry Kim Terry leaves nothing on the floor in that scene. <laughs> she is so good. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. It's really hot. You cannot watch it if there is anyone in the house who cannot see what is essentially legitimately without hyperbole like softcore porn to like yeah basically softcore porn like you really I feel like my kids they just ignore what i watch now no, they know no, i'm just watching is, if they walked not, in and saw like no. camera on a wide open vagina they'd probably be no. like Mom. there's there's <laughs> yeah, full there's full wide shot scissoring damn like, this was Kim Tae Ri's first role, right? Didn't you say that? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was or like her one first. of her first. Yeah, it was I mean, an early one. She, yeah, she crushes it. But like, I'm just saying, it's good and it's incredibly sexy. And that, that so I was like, I watched that after seeing Mr. Sunshine. So I'm like, I love her. I want to see Ms. something else she's done. And, and I'm you're like, like what? Hey, the- second, she doesn't even like kiss in Mr. Sunshine. And now I've seen like her whole new world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a whole new world. I oh think, God. and it's not like, I mean, yes, I do think that The Handmaiden will be shocking for a lot of people, but I was going to say, it's not like nudity shocks me, but I think when you watched it, it was so early in like our, earlier in our K-drama watching where it felt like everything was so chaste, and then you're like, oh, film is different. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say that I was shocked. I just say, my disclaimer is, don't watch it when your kids are going to walk in yeah. the room because it is like overtly sexual. It's not just like, I mean, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the point. It's it. like an yeah. affair. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, it's a celebration of like female love for each other and like the physical embodiment of it. And it's hot and it's super intense. And there's like a lot of like, and it's not just for being salacious. Like, it's all grounded very much in development and plot. And so it's not just male gay. I mean, it is directed by a male director, but it doesn't feel, even with the camera, like, you know, in the pussy, essentially, like, it doesn't feel gratuitously right. male gaze at all. It feels right. very uh, subversively female pleasure. 
Cool. No, I, I do. I know you've been telling us to watch it and I do want to watch it. Well, because that's so here's like a small thing I just was going to put out there because I've been watching a lot of BL lately. Um, It just hits me in this like, yeah, good angst crack place right now. But yeah. I have a little wag of the finger to like, where are like our sapphic stories? Because I like BL and I like seeing love and like all its expressions, but I don't need to just see to do like I was like where are the ladies who are like loving Mm -hmm. the ladies or just people loving people that like don't have labels on it so I feel as if I don't want to (sighs) like no like because sometimes I get worried like I don't want to feel like I'm like watching too many and then it feels like fetishizing but I know I'm not doing that but I'm also like I want to see like all expressions of love and really I'm not seeing any like if we're going to call it be love boy love which I don't love calling it boy love but you know whatever male male I'd like to see some you know girl love woman love sapphic love as well as just like people love in general Mm -hmm. yeah no I 100% agree with you that I would you know I still say that I wish 2521 was a sapphic romance. Mm. I will say that till the day I die. And I think she had more chemistry with um, this like enemies to lovers, female friendship, Kim Tae-ri. I mean, she had more chemistry with um, that whole relationship than she did with like the hetero relationship. Yeah, it sounds so. Yeah, it sounds so hot. It was an amazing friendship. And I honestly just like, I wish they just would have given that to us. (laughs) And I would have been so down it was the best relationship ever i mean and the thing is is just like i'm not trying to do it to play like a woke card either it's just like the diversity of love and experiences like this is what we're like here for and so i just want to see it in like all of its expressions basically and so and also a lot of the thai bls are very they also like bring up lgbtq plus issues within the country like not me that Mm -hmm. was like they that was like a thing that they were talking about there's a trans uh character um and so but yet they're mostly pumping out bls <laughs> you know so like give us um the range yeah and i've the noticed rainbow. there's a lot of um like trans women characters i mean not a lot but there are in Thai bl too i noticed a lot there's right. trans women characters never trans men characters that is true. I mean, tons of trans. I think every BL I've seen, there's a trans woman character. And again, I'm not trying. Look, this is not me like trying to like, I mean, I appreciate that like we are all on a journey and like, you know, Western media has a long way to go in many things too. I'm just saying that me just sitting here spitballing into like a podcast about like the kind of stories I want to watch. I kind of don't yeah. care where I'm getting them too. Like I will get them from any of these places. Like I will get them right. from the West. I will get them from Asian entertainment. I will take them from, you know, literally wherever I'm just, I'd like to see more kind of like diverse experiences, like diversity in, in having happy ever afters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But you will have me on a BL, a yeah. Thai BL yeah, I'm on a BL bender too. Just because it's the, I, it's the angst for me. Like I was thinking about what it is. It is. It's so good. The angst is so good, and I'm talking about angst. Like if you haven't like gotten into BL much, at this point, it's not really angst like tied to like gay panic. It's angst tied to like circumstances and characters, like drama. So it's never about 
their feel them catching feelings for like someone of the same sex that wouldn't be interesting to me and i mean there are bls that do that but i feel like now we're past that and now we're on to just like angst is grounded in like the conflict of the story in some way mm-hmm. which is good yeah i mean because that's what i'm interested in it's much more much more interesting to watch yeah i agree but yeah every I couple of like- now i'm like give me just like an angsty cracked out bl yeah i know and I, I will say everyone is talking about, was it love to hate you or hate yes. to love you? We have love so, I feel like that's the number one drama that I'm getting written about right now is. Yeah. That. I think I'm going to watch that after hit the it's spot. It's hate to love so you. I'm going right? to finish. Is that what it is? Hate, hate, it's hate to love you. Hate to love you. Yeah. Hate to love you. Okay. Yeah. I didn't so, know if it was love to hate you or hate to love no, you. Everyone I think is I'm watching a- and loving that. Yeah. And it does look really good. And it has the coma guy. I know. From Flower of Evil. I know. And he's still oh. long hair. Yeah, he's super hot. Super hot. He's the second oh, lead, my- though. He's the second lead. I mean, which is not bad. He is, but, but yeah. I heard both are good. I heard both, like, yeah. I, so I think I want to see that. him when he's not psycho. Yeah, no. <laughs> Me too. I want to see great. him when he's not, like, oh, my, oh, my, I kill people. I'm naughty. <laughs> <laughs> i know i so i think i might yeah but we're gonna watch it yeah no spot. i've been wanting to watch that so i think uh i might squeeze it in i don't think it's very long or maybe no, it's i think ongoing. it's very short yeah then we so, gotta watch that um All yeah right. and then yeah i think that i'm just looking to i yeah i'm just looking for all the feels right now is my thing i just want feels upon feels upon feels i'm in my feelings moment right now i just anything that's going to give me feels i mean i'm usually there (laughs) yeah because i freaking like love between fairy and devil really did fuck me up okay i think it is love to hate you now i'm looking it up again (laughs) oh never mind yeah i think it is love Love to hate you on on asian wiki it's love to hate you okay but Moon Supreme. Oh, yeah, there's 10 episodes. Like, I'm still messed up. And I feel like I haven't, it's like so hard to get into, I don't know, get into something. Like, goddamn Moon Supreme, you know? So I I almost might rewatch something, I think, that gives me a bunch of feels. I don't know. And damn Sarah from K Drama This. With I'm Not a Robot. I Am Not a Robot. Ugh. Slayed me. It made posting about it. It made me want to just like stop my whole life and rewatch yep. I'm Not a Robot. Yeah, I was like, damn you. She was posting like clips of like the big like very emotional scenes. Oh, she posted when he threw the glass. Yes, the reset scene. I was dying. Like the whole thing. And so, well, I know I'm also going to watch Summer Strike soon because so far MC One has not let me down. Um, He's just been a sleeper standout for me, like since Run On, which was like the drama I thought I was going to hate and then really like somehow. Um, but this one, he is like a stuttering librarian. Oh my god! And I'm like, what? Uh, Seriously? Uh, yes. And I was it's like, Summer Strike. Summer Strike. And he plays a stuttering librarian. And I was like, done. What? Oh my god, he's so cute. He's so. When cute. does this come out? It's out. It's been out. Mm. And I think oh it's a my little god, he looks so good. Side, he he just, I just love him. Oh and my gosh, he's got longer hair. He's got like long BTS hair in it. I know. Holy shit. I just think he's great in everything. He really hits that, like I said earlier when I was talking about like my like Jared Harris situation. Like, but then I have MC1. Like, I really just kind of like 
like a wide range. My heart is very big and expansive. Wait, Leah, Leah, this, <laughs> are you kidding me? So it's it's about the, the heroine. She gets dumped by her boyfriend. Her mother dies. So she quits her job and moves to a small village. There she meets residents, including Ande Bum, which is MC Wan, and gets to know them. And he works as a librarian. He hardly talks to people, but when he does, he talks with a stutter, but somehow he gets comfortable and happy being with oh her. Oh my god, come on. Shut I did not even know about this. What the I hell? I know. I know. And it's only twelve episodes. Okay, so this and Love to Hate You joking? have to go on our list. It just sounds really cute and it does. sweet Sorry. and kind of soft. Like maybe watching this in conjunction with something that's like a little bit more like high stakes. But I have a feeling this is going to be like a sweet love by the sea kind of like happy vibe. I I I, I will be straight up. I had not even heard of that. I hadn't either. And that sounds so good. Yeah, I am so oh, down for this. He's so sweet, and I'm like really into Yim Siwan too. Not as much as you, but I'm into him. Yeah, I mean, after Strangers from older. Hell, you know, you know what I know. Like, I'm just very so into this picture of him on the cover. Like me too. Yeah, that hair. Yes, he's got like longer permed hair. Basically, I said it's BTS hair. And I also <laughs> it's love it's his current members of BTS hair. <laughs> I love his Instagram because after I don't know why I find it so endearing, but he runs. And he posts his times a lot. And he's like a fast runner. And so I'm always like, look at you go, buddy. Like, you're a fast little runner. Like, good for you. Yeah, he's kind of like a middle distance runner. And he's good. Aw. Neil's been like, that's like his thing. I I tell you, he signed up for the Philadelphia Marathon. Oh, wow. Damn. In um, whatever, November, October. Wow. One of those. Yeah. I'm and I've signed. He's well, I told him to sign me up, but I'm for the 8K. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> i'll probably walk a lot of it but that's okay that's okay people do it's totally i was fine. like I, it's you can five walk, miles you can walk you can a full walk you whole can do five it. you can start a couch to 5k program right now and get yourself to an 8k right quick i know i know i know i'll be i'll be fine but um yeah he's really into that too but i i like well obviously i like on bohian's instagram mm-hmm. but a lot of what he posts are food trucks people send him Yes, yeah. food trucks all the fucking time. People send him food trucks. That's like a thing where they like send you a food truck to like your filming location. Okay, yeah. like well they do that in do. dramas too, so I guess that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, and like your fans do it, or your and, th- and then they like friends also will have do like it. your picture. Yeah, friends, friends will, will do, do it, it to like embarrass you. And he's always posting like where he is. like he he actually is fairly active on instagram thank god like thank you on bohyan i love him i love him so much i really do i am so ready for another on bohyan role i don't know what he's filming right now i kind of just want to be surprised on what he's coming out with next because like believe it i mean military prosecutor doberman had like the most sedate non-existent romance i didn't care i didn't care he still would like do anything for the female lead. He got beat to shit, almost died, of course, because that is what Ambo Hyun does in his roles. But um, it was still a really good drama. Because that's the thing, I was watching clips again today because I was like, I want to, what was the OST? I remember really liking it. And then as soon as like it came on, the like, don't, 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 I was like, oh my God, I remember now. So good. Well, the last thing I'm going to get off my chest, I think, okay. is. WTF Yumi sells three because I need 
freaking Yumi Cells 3. And I'm just annoyed that, like, we don't know if we're getting a Yumi Cells 3 because I know it's controversial to like Yumi Cells, but I was all in on Yumi Cells 1, then realized, holy shit, this is like a webtoon that has three different seasons with three different suitors. And then finally I was like, fuck it, I'm going for it. So I did Yumi Cells 2. Amboyan was better in Yumi Cell 2. See, that is, I almost feel like I can't handle it. It's, I, he's I better. He is getting... better. And what's oh. more important, because you don't like love triangles, but the lead in season two, oh. uh, Yubabi, who is played by Jin Young from Got 7. I know. He's so hot. He's, but he's hot, but he's so green flag. And so the thing is, oh. though, is that Ambo Hyun is also green flag in this. And so they're both green flag. And it's, like it's so Yumi, good. That's a good love triangle, right? Like, like Megan, you liked the love but neither triangle. Neither of them are going to get, but neither of them I know, are going to get the girl. I know. But I'm saying like, Megan, you mm. liked the love triangle in Fairy and Devil. So maybe a love mm. triangle done well. I mean, I don't think it's going to be done. They're not going to get the, neither right. of those both of are getting the girl. Right. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't like announced information. I will say every once in a while we get tweets about Yumi Selto. It's just that the third one is like, come on, just like bring home the deal. And so the end of the third, at the end of the second one, look, it's not really a spoiler because anyone who like is going to go into Yumi Cells, I feel like you need to know that like end game will be season three. At the very end of season two is when she meets the hero of season three. But the way they shoot it, you don't know who it is. You see, like, a hand, like you get introduced to the character, and you see them shake hands, and there's, like, a close-up of their hands, mm-hmm. and that's it. So it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anyone. But it's just, like, it keeps, like, just popping in my mind, like, every couple of weeks. I'm like, damn, Yumi sells, like, they better close the loop on that. Right. Because yeah, it's would, emotionally painful and lovely, and I need it to, I need it to end and I need like to know the other two characters are going to be okay. But Jin Young's off to the right. mil- Jin Young's joining the military too. I thought I just saw that announcement. Right? So, Isn't that like recent? Yeah, I think he's going like yeah. soon, soon. Right. I mean, they like just announced it or whatever. Oh man. So, so I, I don't know. I was gonna say I want to maybe like add in a little bone to pick, not with either of you, but like going back to our, our favorite actors. I'm just looking on Asian Wiki, and like the only thing that Gong Yu has coming up is Squid Game Two. That's listed so far. And you know that's just oh, going to really? be probably a cameo again. Yeah. Whereas I know that we've talked about it before, but Eamon Ho's new drama coming this year that takes place in, in space. It's a romance in space where he is an OBGYN and he falls in love with an astronaut in space. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Set in a space Gong station Yu- and on Earth, a romance takes place between Korean OBGYN Gong Ryong, Eamon Ho, and Korean-American astronaut Eve Kim, Kong Hyo Jin. That's all there is, and I don't care. I'm watching that. <laughs> That's and if Gong Yu doesn't want to be booked and busy, I hope it's because he is just experiencing some sort of transcendent love in his own life. I hope means- so, too. I just I want the man to be happy, but I also want to see him more. Agreed. I'm selfish Agreed. like that. Agreed. It's not selfish. I mean, it's you know he's he was he's put on, on a, this earth. he was put on this earth for my <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dance. So 
I actually did look up. I do. I did hear about this. Anbo Hyun's going to be in See You in My 19th Life, which I think is just kind of like a, it's, it's a romance, which meaning it's not like an action romance, which is often what he chooses. So, but um, on Asian Wiki, so I guess it's a webtoon. There is a comment that says, the main female lead is perfect, but I think An Heo Sup or Nam Joo Hyuk would have been better for the main male lead role. And like, I'm going to fight. I'm sorry. You don't think An Bo Hyun is good enough? Mm. I think he, I mean, the others were all good they named, but. <clears throat> yeah, but <laughs> no one compares to An Bo Hyun. So that's, I mean, I love to see him in a good action role, but like. The last two roles, he either got shot in the head, <laughs> point blank, <laughs> or just like beats a shit. So you know what? Or he's in Yumi like, Cell, pretty. not getting well, just not getting a girl. Like, well, and, yeah, like, but God, it's his own fault. I want him to too. get the girl. It's his own fault in Yumi Cells. <laughs> it is his own fault. Well, he's the one who chooses these stupid roles. Yeah, so he chooses pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he always chooses pain. He always. likes to like look. He likes to look bloody. I guess. I mean, he looks have we good, seen? But him? I'll definitely watch him in that. Yeah, we haven't seen him just be like happy ever. Man, they love this. They love the like trope of like going back in time and like reappearing as your like younger self. You know what I mean? Because that's what this drama is about. All right. Interesting. So okay. we've unscripted this for some time. I think we need to find an okay. off ramp here. I think we did a good job, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we somehow segued. We somehow segued from topic to topic without much uh, dead air. It's like we're pros. It's like we've been doing this. I know. Wow. So I think that basically, if you like it, let us know. If you hate it. Let us know, but just like you know, nicely don't though, be nice about it. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't be a dick about it. We like we're fragile. Like we, <laughs> I, I'm actually not fragile, but I have just like I have a. I am. You are. You are fragile, and that's fine. Like you're allowed yeah. to be fragile, and like, but here's the thing: is like you, anyone is entitled to their opinions, and mm-hmm. anyone's entitled to give feedback. And we have, I mean. I am open and receptive and cu- honestly curious to know where people are at and all the things. And I feel like as an adult human who like tries to be showing up with like some level of kindness, <laughs> like just give the, I mean, I don't need and people always to just happy be, to like, learn and grow. Yeah. But I don't need to, people to be nice to me yeah. and be like, you have to be nice for me to listen. But like, we also don't need you to just be like, fucking hate this this was stupid <laughs> you can think that but like yeah you can think that but like but like use your nice words like right. you know how would you if talk you were, to somebody if you were like face to face with us <laughs> if you were face to face with us you wouldn't say i fucking hate this <laughs> <laughs> this was so stupid you guys are lame yeah yeah and so um yeah and don't say lame ever anyway yeah, actually, I was going to say, I was actually just going to say that. I'm like, that was actually a really ableist word. Don't say lame. Yeah. Don't, t- but but that's what I mean. Don't tell us that. Yeah, exactly. And so. Or you or you could, if Megan didn't self-correct, if, or if Leah, you know, if Leah and Megan didn't correct, you could tell us, but you can tell us with kindness. And mm-hmm. we do, and we would say, thank you. We would like to do better. 
Well, I will tell you this. I will be more. You know what? No, whatever. You feel like you figure out the energy you want to bring and let us know. And is this like, is this like a reference to things like kind of because like we get all kinds of feedback and we get really great feedback. We get constructive criticism and occasionally we get, I fucking hate this. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to lose You're entitled. sleep over any of it, but I do want to like the things that I will lose sleep over will be if you think that I like don't give a shit because I do. And so I always will give a shit. And so that's what I'm trying to say is like I if it, something hits you in some kind of way that we do, I do want to know then. And you can tell it to me any which way you need to tell it to me because I always do want to know and I always do want to figure out a way to try to make it right as much as I can for being like, we're going to be strangers on the internet to some degree, but like, I do care. So in that, under that lens, you know, if you feel upset with us for something we say, then you can come to me with any energy you feel like you have, because that's, you know, obviously you're right. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, but- if you thought we rambled too much and you fucking hate it, like, okay, you fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I had fun. I thought that was a fun way to just like talk about things that we've wanted to talk about. I like surprising I feel like there's each sometimes, other. Yeah, and sometimes like when I'm watching a drama, there's like a topic I want to discuss, and I'm like, well, where can I fit it in? So this was kind of fun to just be like, okay, well, this is where I can yeah. fit it in. Well, all I know is that I'm just gonna spend the rest of my night thinking about Gudong Mei hate wanking over me in the hour and that's I still a- like i can't even believe i came up with that and i'm pretty i'm pretty fucking proud of myself you should i feel you like should you be really proud of my psychic happy energy place i mean i Which think it just like shows how much i know you up. Yeah. Which is not like necessarily good or healthy either I but but, it, but when i wrote it i did not for one second think should oh, i ask this first. like not for oh. a second <laughs> I was very no, confident. I was one. very confident that it would play out the way that I wanted it to. And it did. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I will just think about it as like a happy memory of this day. <laughs> <laughs> I love You're going to have dreams of Gudong Mei shower wanking. I mean, that would be amazing. Just like, Leah, damn it. Why? <laughs> Leah. <laughs> Why? While holding, while holding your shorn off ponytail. <laughs> Sniffing it angrily. Oh <laughs> my god! Why do I fucking want you so bad? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like romance. Oh my god. <laughs> on that note, on that note, that is a great on one. That, that was a great one to end on. So yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, Anya. being uncensored with all of us. Yeah, that was fun. Anya. 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 Kamsamnida. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T.com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K pop and K skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, 
안녕